Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome, everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV on a live Asians Friday. Great to be with you. As always, a little loosey-goosey. We should all be excited. It's beautiful out. Four states playing baseball on the road against Miami. That's a rivalry. Maybe they'll win a game someday. We'll talk about that as well. Baseball was awesome yesterday, period. Tom documenting practice for us on today's show. I was not in attendance as I took in an opening day, so I will I will hear the reports. I, I have some, but I know that uh, I saw some quotes and watched our video coverage on warchant.com. Excited about that. By the way, on Twitter, it's at Jay Cameron Show. Welcome in, everybody. Hope you're well. Good Friday to all of you. Always appreciate you being here. I'm Jeff. That is Tom, Director Matthew in the house. Man, I want to start with that, and I'll go back to the Knowles here in a second, but what a great day yesterday. Uh, thanks to everybody who came out to the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Ran into several of you. More were coming in as I had to go. But I, I tell you what, I really appreciate that. It was a good time just being around folks who like baseball. And, you know, the, the Vegas wall, the gazillion television they have at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. It's perfectly suited for it. Those hot dogs were delicious. They were. Delicious. I, I said to Bill, what, what'd you do? Like, hot dogs can only be so good. They're hot dogs. But they were delicious. Uh, they, Perfect. They've had some good ones over the years. Opening day has been a nearly 10-year tradition it's at awesome. Corner Pocket for us. Mm-hmm. And these were by far the best hot dogs they've had. I mean, they were outstanding. You know how sometimes when you're trying to figure out a problem and there are a lot of different options, a lot of solutions, and you're not sure, like, okay, well, should we go all in on this one? I like this one the best, but I'm worried that the unintended consequences are going to be too big in this regard. And you know, th- this other way, we might not be solving the problem at all. This could be half measures. I'm not sure. Well, baseball kind of confronted that this offseason in a way that everybody wondered, you know, how would it work? Uh, you're going you're gonna to go ahead and institute this now? You're going to do this thing? We're going to see it in the spring training, and it's going to be a nightmare for the first week, and, and the players were pissed, and everybody was, oh, this is going to be a nightmare. Look at this. we got games being won and lost because of a violation of the pitch clock or the batter not being ready and all this. And I said, and, and, and baseball kept saying, well, well, settle down, settle down. Spring training games don't count. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get it worked out. We'll figure out the right formula. But baseball usually kind of screws it up. They kind of pick the wrong option to remedy the problem. 
but they got it 100% right. This is great for us as consumers. It's just the amount of time necessary to enjoy the leisurely game of baseball. You don't want to lose that. You don't want it to become fanatic. You want this to be a leisurely game. And it is. You still can talk to your buddy. You still have time to comment. It's 15 seconds between pitches with nobody on base, 20 when they're on base. It's perfect. That makes a big difference. It the does. 20, the 20 is a nice amount of breathing room for those situations. And then the foul balls, obviously, you're afforded a couple extra seconds before they start the clock. It's just every little nuance of it seems to be perfectly timed. It, I, I been, was blown away. There's so yeah. many things. that It's not just the minutes shaved. It's the pace of play. So the average game, if you want to know, yesterday, I jotted all these things down on opening day was two hours and 46 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. We're done here. Let's do That is absolutely perfect. Two hours and 46 minutes. That's 20 minutes on average, on average, faster than the games a year ago. And there were a ton of runs. Like, yeah. for example, the Baltimore-Boston game. Three hours and 10 minutes. 20 runs, and it's three hours. That's perfect. These numbers are amazing, man. I, I, I went and specifically looked these up this morning over coffee because I knew it would put a smile on my face. I was like, this is going to be great. I got Bryce to school, dropped him off at school, came back from dropping him off, sat down and went, here we go, let's let's get this, let's figure out what these numbers are. Over a really good cup of joe today, Tom. Oh, I, I don't know right. what it was, just something today was good. Was it uh, hot dog water from the corner pocket <laughs> bar and grill? No. No? So nine of the 15 games were less than three hours. Nine of the 15 that were played were less than three hours. The fastest game was between Tampa Bay and Detroit. You could get nitpicky. That game was two hours, 13 minutes, and 37 seconds. All right. Two hours, 13 minutes, by the way. You go to a 1 o'clock game, you're home by 345. Okay. That's doing some things. The other game, Cleveland and Seattle, two hours and 14 minutes. So those two were basically tied for the two shortest games. Read this stat. How many nine-inning games in 2022? Lasted two hours and 14 minutes or less. Seven. Nine. Nine. That's a good guess, by the way. Nine nine inning games last year that moved that fast. Two hours and 14 minutes last year. Nine. What are you mad? You mad you missed the guess? Yeah, I was going to say nine, and I, I pivoted to seven. I was talking to director here. I'm like, damn it. I wanted to be accused of looking up the answer again. Two days in a row. There were 21 stolen bases on Thursday. That's more than the first three days of the 2022 season combined. So they wanted guys to get moving. They're moving. They're on pace. Day one, we love to do this with home runs. They're on pace for a 35% increase in stolen bases year over year. I, I believe that. It could get higher than that now that people know they can do it. Only three guys were thrown out yesterday. Three! Yeah. yeah. The 21 successful stolen bases are the most on an opening day since. Do you have that number? Because I This one I saw. 1907. 1907? That's amazing. 115 years. 16 the, years. You know, going back, by the way, you mentioned this. This is true. Of the three games... Uh, the, the few games that did go over three hours. Mm-hmm. St. Louis, Toronto had to be one of them. Boston and Baltimore was three hours and ten minutes. That game featured 26 hits, yeah. two home runs, <laughs> two triples, five stolen bases, 
and a runner in scoring position in six consecutive innings. Yes, and and uh, managing editor of Warchant.com swearing at his closer as he's listening to it on the radio while watching football practice. That is so good. Yeah, they tried to choke that away. He celebrated it in a reasonable fashion, but I said, and the Orioles win the pennant because he was he's like, okay, all right, because they nearly blew a huge lead, did Baltimore. They tried, but they didn't. They won the game. And um, if you stayed up last night to watch the end of the Seattle game or if you watched Anaheim and Shohei Otani. Yeah, Otani. So Otani does what he does and why we continue to talk about him as a player to the likes of which we have never seen. He had the fastest pitch last night of anybody who pitched, and he had the hardest hit ball last night of anybody who hit a baseball. Was it the single? It was the single. Yeah, the 112. 112 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the Angels were the Angels. They blew the game. Because <laughs> what they do. It's one step closer it's to. What, it's what they do. Blue pinstripes, baby. It was just incredible. I, I, uh, I that was, it was a really good day for Major League Baseball. If it, you, you didn't even have to be a fan. You could just decide, hey, you know, I'll tune in. It's opening day. Hope springs eternal. Everybody's optimistic on opening day, even if they have uh, the, the reality that hits them across the face that their team stinks. Like my team. They won yesterday. We're in first place. Still, 5-4. to four. Great game. Great game against the Reds. Uh, fun game to watch. Well played. O'Neill Cruz hit a missile out of the park. That's that what was O'Neill Cruz? Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, that's what he does. Mm. Um, and, you know, I got to enjoy it while I can because he'll be a Yankee or a Met or a Dodger soon enough. But he is incredible. Unless Bob Nutting dies. Which we can all hope for. Maybe over Easter weekend. Email being typed up right now. It'd be great. Um, so that's Wait a minute. What? <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> so it'd be awesome. Uh, but. So at his the, ownership will be over by Easter. Trust me. It'll be great. Trust me. It'll yeah. be done by Easter. But man, how that was so I was really well done. That was really well. And it culminated with greatness at the end of the night because those games were fun. Um, you know, I saw something. Go ahead. Even Bally Sports, which is bankrupt, did something good. That little animation of where the clock is in between first, second, and third base yeah, yeah. is smooth. It is I not like bad. That. I liked it too. For the worst graphic in sports that they have on the bottom line. That was nice. You know how so it's very easy for all of us to just be cynical all the time because there's a lot to be cynical about. Your fellow human beings are a good place to start. But you have to catch yourself not to be cynical or when things aren't screwed up, when things are done right and decisions are made that turn out to be good ones and executed properly and all these things happen at once, they bombard you with good Seeing eye singles through the right side yeah. for a left-handed yes, hitter? Yes. Hey, buddy. When the bombardment of goodness happens, you'd pinch yourself because you're like, well, it's something terrible. I'm missing something. There's no way everything that could go right to enhance the enjoyment of baseball in this country did in one fail swoop. But it happened. With sorry-ass Rob Manfred, it happened. This is Stunning the turn of events. Everything about baseball yesterday was fantastic. And wait till we get robot umps on top of it. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest game ever. It was unreal. Love it. Love Un- everything about it. I, results aside, of course, I'm happy my team won, your team won, Phillies lost. But that's all right. These things happen. Blue large lead. Yeah, yeah. they did. 
Um, they took care uh, took care of ticket to beer too. <laughs> ticket to beer. The one thing that I thought was different and will take some serious getting used to, and it's not necessarily positive, was driving over to football practice yesterday. I was listening to the Mets Marlins broadcast, and radio broadcasts are not. You could almost get away with a one-man booth at this point because of the rapid-fire nature. This back-and-forth between the analyst and the play-by-play guy is very rushed, and you can hear it. And maybe these guys in the booth will get used they to will. it they'll, as they'll time to goes along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can feel the trepidation. I had the Marlins broadcast on. You could feel the trepidation in, I need to get out. You know, it's like, oh, well, that was a good pitch on the outside corner. All right, uh, the 2-1. Yeah, yeah. Make your point and yeah. get the hell up you, out of here. It is, it's, it's very rapid-fire. It's not Vince Scully. And so that's going to take some getting used to. Well, if it does anything to shut the cowboy up on Cincinnati's broadcast, then I'm fine with it. As he references himself as the cowboy several times. So you didn't watch the Pirates broadcast. I got back in time to see some of the Pirates broadcast, yes. But I was listening to the Reds broadcast on Sirius XM, and I was laughing. The only thing that's worse than the cowboy is when he worked with Tom Brenneman, who always called him cowboy. Oh, those now, two. Cowboy, what do you think about yeah, these? Yeah, these two were in their own little world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I they didn't like the cow- outsiders in that world, my friend. <laughs> I don't want to put the cowboy in Tom Brenneman's world, though. That's not fair to the cowboy. Well, <laughs> now, I, that's not uh, fair. It's not. It's not. That would be very Tom Brennan, Brennan <laughs> of me to do that. Maybe. And there's a great throw by Jordan Travis down the left sideline. <laughs> yeah. It'll be his 12th yeah, touchdown of the, the year. drive. It's going to be a home run. Castiano. <laughs> you know, I've always appreciated my friends at Magic Broadcasting oh, and It was I will I think they'll get they'll get better at it. You know, it's it's an adjustment like everybody else. So that was fun. Um <laughs> I kept thinking I'm missing something. There's no way this is universally great. Every game. Just well done. Just boom. Boom, yeah, boom. Even as a boom. fan, you, there is no looking down now away from the television. You need to stay locked in, especially in those early innings. Yeah. The thing is, though, again, 20 seconds with the runners on base is plenty of time. I don't. You don't need more than that. Make the pitch. Let's go. Batters got used to it. You could tell that. I mean, they're, no, no, yeah, they're, they're alert yeah, at 12 every, seconds. Everybody's you know? ready to go. Yeah. Let's go. You don't need to adjust your gloves. Your gloves are fine. Your gloves are fine. They always were. No more. Yeah. They were always fine. You never needed to step out of the box and stare at the foul pole for right. 10 seconds and, if you and then back off, at your feet and then at your gloves and then back into right feet. No, you don't need to do it. If you foul it off, you can. Magic, because you made contact. That's yeah. your reward. Okay, let's get set again. Let's get set. Here but it comes. if it's a ball in the dirt, <laughs> stay still. Yes, Bill, I did see Roger Clemens' frosted tips on ESPN's broadcast. That is very unsurprising. My man walking around with frosted tips at like 50-whatever years old. Come on, my man. First of all, at 20, you look like an ass with frosted tips. But this guy. You know, I was just hanging out at Woody Page's house in Colorado last week. Were you, Roger? Yeah, sounds about right. (laughs) That's so good. Well done. P. Simpson always. Jeff Cambridge, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Some FSU football talk here in a second. 
passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day. And I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit, and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. And uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon-neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. It's athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Welcome back to the Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV on Alive Nation's Friday. Great to be with you. It is good good to be here talking uh, baseball and now Florida State football, which is what we'll get into. Now, yesterday you were there covering along with Ira and Aslan. I don't know who else was there. Um, the triumvirate. The, the triumvirate was there. Okay, that's good. And uh, you said it was a good day for the receivers. Yeah. I want to start with that. I feel like that's going to be fairly consistent. They're scrimmaging tomorrow, for those that don't know. Just a reminder, they're scrimmaging tomorrow. First of all, I got to do this. I do it every year. Every year we've had a spring scrimmage or a spring game, which is every year I've been on the air. Then I've always said right before these scrimmages happen, all I really care about is that those scrimmages begin and end with no injuries whatsoever. That's the quickest way to have that hope just evaporate when you find out that a critical player is hurt in a scrimmage. It pisses you off. It, it, it concerns you. But it's football. It's the nature of the beast. I get it. Just knock on wood. No problems tomorrow, boys. Get after it. 
physical game. Don't want you to be soft. Just hope everybody is all right after today's uh, tomorrow's scrimmage. So Coach Norvell said after practice was over in regards to Jordan Travis that he will participate tomorrow, but it sounded like he'll still be limited. Very minimal. Yeah. So I found that interesting. So the other quarterbacks will get some run. Get it on, man. We wanted to expedite that. We did. We talked about it. But yesterday's group was led by Johnny. Johnny was unbelievable yesterday. Some of the catches that he made. Early on, he made a catch and that was, uh, you know the rule. If you see somebody in trail coverage, what do you do? You'll, you throw it right by his ear. Mm-hmm. Great throw there. But then Johnny had to kind of twist his body to make the catch and then pull it in before he got hit in order to be able to secure the play. That was one. The early 11 on 11, they had they had a deep shot. They had two or three deep shots yesterday. Intermediate routes, underneath routes, tough catches going to the ground. He was just phenomenal yesterday. He, he does a good job of stacking, where he gets guys on his hip and it's in, you're in trouble yep. now. I've yep. got you stacked. You got to come over me. I thought Jordan was excellent for the bulk of practice. Defense responded very late. You know, Mike Norvell said after practice that there were dominant stretches both ways, kind of implying that it was even. I read it as more that the offense, especially on the skill side of things, was much better for most of the day, which is good. Yeah. Because the defense owned Tuesday. Dominated Tuesday, yeah. And they had a good scrimmage against the offense. So that it's a good response from the offensive side. But Jordan hardly ever gets confused. And they're throwing a lot of wrinkles at him. And he just knows where to go with the football. And his internal clock, that's something that there's a non-contact jersey on, so you can't make a full assessment. But his internal clock and pocket presence, to me, appears to be at another level, which is really dangerous. If you've got a guy like that who is as elusive as he is in the open field as a runner, starts to have those movements in the pocket where it's just a subtle step to the left. Yeah, climb the, the up comfort the level in the pocket with no thought of taking off. I just It might be part and parcel to a better offensive line. I think partly that is it. He got real comfortable last year, too, though, even with a, just a good offensive line, yeah. But you give that guy with all those skills that he has and the increased ability to throw the ball all over the field, good pocket presence and awareness, man, he's just a nightmare to play. By the way, this weekend, you know, we keep talking about this improved offensive line and how that improves the skills of everybody else or at least allows them to be showcased. Uh, this is a weekend for defensive line recruits and offensive line recruits, big-time guys coming into town. I don't dwell a lot on this show on recruiting, for next year's guys when we're so hyper-focused on this year's team. But they continue to get big-name kids, four- and five-star kids, to come here in the trenches. And they also have a, a really high-profile wide receiver, an elite wide receiver coming to town. Just you're seeing that progression of what happens when you win. You know, you, because it's not just the winning. The winning's big. The winning is first and foremost. All the winning you can do. But when you win... Somebody gets interested, so they decide to add you to the list of places they'll show up to. They go to that, and then they get to see the thing that we celebrate most, which is Mike's greatest strength, which is interaction with players, interaction and expectations of players, interactions with recruits. He's an asset. He's a huge asset if he can get across from them. The biggest problem he had, we all know it, to document again, was he got here, had no relationships in the state of Florida, COVID happens, can't build relationships in the state of Florida, can't talk to coaches, can't get down there and, and get to know these coaches. Nobody on his staff, the route he chose, or, or very few on his staff, had great relationships in the state of Florida. And then they started losing. So the team was bad. COVID losses, it all amounts to you're not going to get good players from the state, from the south, to come visit you. Now you win 10 games, have high expectations, preseason chatter of top 10 ranking, and look who's coming. All of them. All of these elite players are coming. Well, if you're an asset, that is to say that 
whatever your message seems to ring true to these players, both the ones you've won in the transfer portal and the ones now that you're talking to in the high school ranks, which is why we think that grade will be increased greatly. Uh, that's all the more good news for Florida State fans. Then I'll pivot to a freshman who stood out yesterday, and it was Hakeem Williams. Hey! Yeah. Hey! So, welcome to the team, Hakeem. About three-quarters of the way through the practice, I remarked to Ira, I said, man, Hakeem looks like he's caught up. He's up to speed. Things look solid and natural. He looked winded to me for the first couple of weeks. I agree. I the thought he was just tired. The yeah. The speed yeah. of the game might have been a little much early on. And he said, well, he played well on Tuesday, too. I was not a Tuesday practice. I said he played well on Tuesday, too. So there we go. You've Here got we a, go. a week of good practices now for Hakeem Williams, which is important. I just thought he looked very natural out there, did not look overwhelmed. There was one play. Tate had another good day, man. Tate had another good day. Hey, uh, tough love Cameron's helping Tate out a lot. He is. Could, couldn't believe it. And there was one throw in particular early in 11-on-11 where, I mean, it is the equivalent of 101 on the black in terms of accuracy, velocity, and it was to Vandravius Jacobs. The throw was coming towards 19 before he was out of his break. Vandravius is already in the upper end of this roster in terms of releases and and how he gets out of his routes and his breaks. It's it's a a little comeback. mm -hmm. So on the one side of it, you've got an outstanding release by Vandravius. On the other side, you've got a missile that's on target and anticipatory from Tate. Just a wonderful play to watch. Later on in red zone, Tate makes two perfect throws for touchdowns. Again, red zone drills, so you're close to the end zone by nature. One to a walk-on, one to Rodney Hill. They had to be perfect. They had to be on time. They were. Good. Each of the quarterbacks, I think, yesterday had some excellent throws. Uh, But overall, I think the offense was the one that controlled the day. Ja'Kai Douglas had a very good first half of practice as well in blocking drills early on against, yeah, well, he's working against slot corners and safety, so mm-hmm. that's not too too tall, too large of a task for him. And then also in some of the routes he had, he had a fourth down catch in a situational drill, and then he caught a touchdown against Greedy Vance, who's been a tough mark in camp, a tough guy to beat, absolutely dusted him with a cool release and, and uh, very fluid looking was Ja'Kai Douglas yesterday. Mike Norvell shouted praise for a few players. I noted that Ja'Kai was one of them. Omar Graham was another. His nickname is OG. That's what Mike calls him. <laughs> they want Omar Graham to take a big step forward now. They want him to be a third linebacker that they can play a lot and trust. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if he will or he will not. I'm rooting for him, too, because they need a third linebacker that they can trust. I don't think Lundy is that. He might, but I don't. He's been okay this game. He's that's exactly right. So I think you need another guy that you feel like play in, play out. If you played him, you would feel good about what he's capable of. They're not elite linebacker, and they will not be this year. But can they be good? A one-off moment for a specialist at linebacker, I thought was good. And again, I'm not saying that this dude has been dominant. It's just one play. But Kyle Morlock has been very difficult to cover. Yes, he has. He's been very good. Brendan Gantz shut down a seam pass to Kyle Morlock in a really natural-looking manner, and that was late in the day. Outstanding coverage from Brendan, who is, you would think, size-wise and athleticism profile-wise, he's naturally suited to defend a guy like a Kyle Morlock or a slot. He's one of the great surprises. So you think about they move him from safety and put him at linebacker. That is akin to basically your last shot. (laughs) And he not only... Doesn't get pissed about it and sulk. A lot of guys do. Feel like they're playing out of position. They're going to get exposed. They're frustrated. It's not why they came here. 
all that stuff. No, not only does he not sulk, he gave you some positive play last year. He turned out to be a pleasant surprise. If he continues to emerge on that front, he plays physically. He's tough. Okay. Is he going to be elite? Nope. 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 But can he be somebody that you trust? Yeah, I think in that situation, it's probably true. Yeah. See a question from Kajana in the chat about Winston Wright. You've been to enough practices. How's he looking? I think solid. Yeah, solid's about the answer there. They're, right. I think they're taking that with, really slow. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with what you've seen out of Winston Wright. It's not like the fall where he was clearly hobbled and, you know, just it wasn't going to work. It's better than that. But if you're if you're talking about difference makers or guys that jump off the page, I think uh, Kentron's had a much better camp in that regard. And Vandravius has been consistently very good and surprisingly explosive. Vandravius is the story of spring. I would think that's an accurate statement. He's the story of spring. Well, yeah, Daryl Jackson and he, yeah, yeah. But yeah. beyond the beyond the, Vandravius is more surprising than Daryl da- Jackson because Daryl, yeah. of course, yeah. played last year for Miami, and we know what he is physically. Just got to get him to play hard all the time. But in terms of a freshman walking in here with what was thought to be a deep receiving core and to turn heads the way that he has, goodness gracious. That's, to me, the story of camp. Now, the only other thing I'd say about the story of camp is that, again, every time you go out there, and you can never take it for granted, uh, every time you go out there, you see the size of this offensive line and this defensive line. Like, it's just the, the, the size and the depth of that is pretty amazing. Um, and, and it continues to be. So it's exciting. A couple of guys who stood out in team stuff. I didn't watch a whole lot of the, the trench one-on-ones. That's typically what I do, but I've watched a lot more skill of late. Uh, but in team one-on-ones, or sorry, the 11-on-11 the 11 11 drills, Patrick Payton was around the ball a lot. And if it's not for Jordan having that internal clock, he might have had three or four sacks yesterday. Good. Payton had a blocked field goal. Kicking game was strong otherwise. Kicking game by both guys. That's two out here dominating, baby. Both of them had good days yesterday. Patrick Payton was around the ball a lot. Joshua Farmer had an early big play or two. He had a late big play or two. And then I did, you you know how the drills work. Sometimes they're staggered. So there's a seven-on-seven drill, but you're waiting for the next snap, and you can look over to the trenches and back and forth. Uh, Ayo Tafasi caught my eye quite a few times. He's going to be as he gets up to speed. Shot out of a cannon. Uh, He's going to be a real good player. I, I I thought that last year when we got a look at him, I thought, okay. How do Span do yesterday on a day where the receivers were playing well? Fine. Like I, I'm, and that's not me trying to squeeze something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like he was fine. He yeah. made a couple of good plays. There's just a, you know, there's a consistency issue there. And, and sometimes there are some drops. Even Morlock had a drop yesterday, kind of wide open one. Don't you say it. Uh, well, it's going to happen. But Deuce made a couple of good plays. Uh, I just, if I was going to stack the receiver performances yesterday, you'd start with Johnny. You'd probably go to Jakai, then Kentron and Hakeem, kind of tied. Vandravius had, there was nothing wrong with his performance yesterday. Yeah, he just didn't yeah. get a whole lot of targets. Uh, to answer your question, Ryan, Kaziah Holmes is who you're referencing, right? Uh, the, the Penn State kid running back. Uh, he, he's, he looked really good early in camp. Um, I, again, we're, we're not really allowed to to kind of report on any kind of uh, uh, injuries or anything like that. But I think guys get nicked. It's football. It's football. Guys get nicked, and then what happens is if they were consistently playing at a high level and then they've got just something minor bothering them, if you're – let me put it this way. If you're a player that they expect to play a lot in the fall, you're a player they expect that they need you, they want you to be part of a rotation that matters in games – if you got anything wrong with you, they're putting the green jersey on you. They're ca- they're calming it down. If you have a bit of 
soreness or a nick or anything like that. And that's the way it should be. If you got a guy that's a, you know, if Johnny Wilson today walked out there or yesterday walked out there and said, I ah, get this aggravation in my right hip here down around my right side, even if they were like, whoa, 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 you, you all right? Can you run? Yeah, I can. It's just, it feels a little tight right now. Shut it down, man. I know you're good. I don't need you to come out here and pull a hamstring or tear a ligament of some kind, and now we're screwed. you got to have surgery, man. If you put – no, don't practice. So I think that there have been moments in this spring where guys that people ask us about who have played well will have an ailment, and they sit for two days, or they practice minimally for two days. And I just want to be careful about how we report that because, A, we have to, we're not allowed to report injury, but number two – if a guy's just sore and they want to not really have him go at it for a day, it doesn't mean he's hurt, no. just they're being cautious. Well, and look, I mean, much of the fall last year, the running backs wore green every day, which is the non-contact jersey. I, that's kind of par for the course. I see a hat tip to the chat. Toafili did have a good day yesterday, Lawrence Toafili. Good. You know, good, of the good. backs, I thought Rodney and Lawrence both had – Nice, nice moments. Rodney's day ended with a fumble, which I haven't seen a whole lot of. I know that there's been questions in the chat about, does he have an issue with that? I haven't seen one. I don't know about you, uh, but there was a fumble late in the going yesterday by Rodney. Lawrence had a couple of really nice runs back-to-back uh, -back in a setting where it was basically like a live uh, drive, and it, it moved the chains. Actually, they, did, they forgot what down it was at one point, which was kind of confusing when you're taking notes. But I thought they looked very good. C.J. Campbell had a couple of nice runs. It's just the RB2 question is a difficult one, Ryan. I think that's a very difficult one because week to week you might be asking uh, your offense for something different. Yeah, they use these guys and, in so many different ways. Like Toa Feely, for example, we all know, is of that group the Swiss best Army. at catching the pass. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's that kid. Yeah, he can do a lot Swiss of different Swiss Army things. knife. He's looking more decisive this year. He's more shot out of a cannon as a runner. But if you're looking for a more physical presence, then you want Keziah Holmes to be RB2 in that situation behind Trey Benson. And then Rodney Hill has a little bit of everything to him. Uh, These are good problems just, to have. It's, it's a good problem. It's hard to say who the hell the second running back is going to be. It's it's Trey's show first, and then after that, I think it just it goes week to week. Which was what we said about wide receiver, running back, any any skill position where guys want to be maybe featured. You know, if you're, if you're here, it's tough. I mean, on a given Saturday, it could be your Saturday to shine. You could be a star in a game, and the next week you might have four carries. Or in the case of a receiver, you might have five catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown against Wake Forest, and then the next week turn around and have two catches for 22 yards. It's just there's there are a lot there's a lot of skill here, and every matchup is different. There was a play yesterday involves a running back, but it was on a pass where there's a pressure coming Travis's way. It's 11 on 11, and you don't know if he sees it, and it's well timed. It's not one of those safety blitzes that takes an extra three seconds before the guy even gets to the line of scrimmage. It's a good look. And Jordan just calmly dips it, uh, dunks it right over the head of the blitzers. Trey Benson is wide open, and he's got all kinds of green grass. You go, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That's when we're fuller. Yeah. I'm sure it goes, son of a, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to have so many options at so many positions. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV on a Libations Friday. Hang it. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day, and I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se, and I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, 
I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit, and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. And uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. And I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon-neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. It's athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Jeff Cameron Show, Libations Friday. Always makes you smile. Well, the show, but also Bob Marley. Bob, you just got to take the pain in your foot seriously. You got to take it seriously. When I watched that doc, I got so mad. He's playing soccer barefoot, as he often did. Reports excruciating pain in his foot. They're like, well, you should get it checked out. He doesn't want to go to the doctor. It's cancer. It's dead. Yeah, man. Go get checked out. That's everybody. I don't. I don't want you to be a hypochondriac. But I, I mean, like, if you're walking around with constant searing pain, go get checked out. <laughs> Gotta get some help. Uh, it's uh, just an aside. I, you ever do that? You're watching something, and then you find out early on the the fall and why it's going to happen and you've seen the evidence whether i'm not even talking about illness i'm just talking about anything that happened where you know it's inevitable because this one thing's been set in motion and you're like no it's just so easy fix That's it all tragic plays that have ever oh. been written in the classic yeah like yeah. no don't do that no you know what this is gonna do you're gonna die this is gonna- <laughs> don't die <laughs> yeah you can you can see it coming Florida State does go on the road against Miami. I don't know, man. This has been tough. They're 12 and 12, 3 and 6 in the ACC right now. I will tell you this if you look at uh, Miami, if you're wondering to yourself, well, what is Miami? Miami's weird. They've had a ton of comeback wins this year, first and foremost. Secondly, they don't pitch either. Like, we don't pitch at all, really. But they don't pitch all that well either. So, you know, maybe. Maybe. You can hope, right? Miami's team ERA, if you're wondering, wondering pitching staff, 542. Oh, all right. All right. Ours is 529. We pitch better than Miami. We're better than they are. Well, that is a very, you know, simple stat. It's not all the stats, but we walk more than they walk, meaning our pitchers walk more hitters than their pitchers walk. We love to give you opportunities now. 
as I said last week, of the 30 runs Virginia scored in the three games, 15 of those guys were put on base via the walk or hit batter. So here you go. Here's a gift around every turn. You're going to have your opportunities. We'll be sure of it. So, you know, you combine walking the world with not picking up the baseball. That's a toughie. That is, as I say, a toughie. We've committed 32 errors. We're like De Niro with the $100 bills and Goodfellas. There you go, kid. All right. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. give me a refill, will you? Yeah. Oh, man. There's, there's an example of what you're talking about. Walking in in a fur coat. You're like, oh, my Lord, yeah. my man, you're dead. Like, this is a chance you're dead, and so is she. He explicitly asked you not yeah. to do that. <laughs> That's the first thing if he said. If there's one thing you couldn't do. It was that. You can't do that. And he's smiling ear to ear as they walk in. You're like, if I pass with that cigarette, you're like, oh, no, this is not good. You're a dead man. It's right, so Sopranos. Let it go. Stop making comments about the horse. It's tragic. <laughs> Don't keep on it. Oh, man. So we, we shall see. Uh, there will be no Wyatt Crowell this weekend, Link Jarrett said this week in his weekly press conference. I'm going to tell you now, there won't be any Wyatt Crowell next weekend. Just get used to no Wyatt Crowell. If you're listening to me now, just stop asking. Get used to no Wyatt Crowell. Hey, Hope ain't walking around that corner. There's nobody coming to save this team. The guy even on their roster that could help them out is not coming to help them out. So, buddy. This is going to be a, a close call when it comes to getting into the postseason. I, I'm now Will really be? begun. I, well, would you take a close call right now? Oh, I, I would. I would absolutely take a close call. I because I think you might be willing to bet right now they're not going to a regional. I mean, that's kind of where we're getting. Uh, that's probably minus two twenty if there's no Wyatt Crowell around that corner. There isn't. There isn't. So this is this is our concern, dude. <laughs> You know what makes me laugh? If you go to Seminoles.com and you look at the baseball page and you try to find, like, the rotation and who's going to be pitching for the week, like, often you'll just see TBA. Oh, now, not not tonight. You got uh, Bumeister tonight. You know he's pitching. And he can be, can be effective. Can be. Not always, but he can be effective. When he's right, he's good. So you get, you know, go get you this one. Go get you this one here today. Get this one tonight. Because after that, it is truly, we'll see. Who else do we have to use tonight in order to try to get this that, win? That's correct. Which will help determine Go the for TBA. broke on a Friday yeah. and then try and club your way. You just to steal a one on a Sunday. You try yeah. to steal one on a Sunday and win a series. Uh, the guy that we're facing uh, or we're supposed to face on Sunday for Miami, Alejandro Rosario. Yeah, he of the near 10 ERA Rosario family. So, can you find a way to win tonight? Take your ass kicking tomorrow with TBA against uh, Gage Zeal, and then uh, and, and a then, whole bunch of shabupi. And on then Alejandro. yeah, then you win eleven to ten over Alejandro. Come on back with a series win. Here we go. <laughs> this is this is the type of year I try, I make light of it in these moments because sometimes and some people people will be like, why don't you get mad? Why aren't you upset? Look, man, it's again when when somebody shows you who they are. You don't, you don't, you're not going to continue to wonder who they are. You know who they are at that point. There's no sense in relitigating this. This is not a good baseball team. 
They've had injury woes. They're starting to get over some of those injury woes. But they're not great. And they really struggle to pitch. That doesn't change because I want it to. That's not going to change next Saturday and the Saturday after. You're not going to be like, well, you know, I was thinking about it, guys. We haven't been very good. We haven't been very effective on the mound. But I feel like it's going to change this weekend. Why? Well, I just do. I just do. I really feel that way. Why? What evidence do you have to suggest that? Absolutely none. It's just a feeling, just something I got inside of me. I've played that game with the Pittsburgh Pirates rotation for years. Maybe tonight he'll pitch well. He's 1-7 with a 6-8-4. Tonight's his night. He's feeling it. Clipping the corners tonight, Tommy. Clipping the corners tonight. <laughs> Why would you believe that? This offense leads MLB. Not tonight. Painting the black. Yeah, it's you do it. You try to give yourself a bullet because baseball's weird. It does happen. They call them dot matrix tonight. <laughs> so when you know that they're not good, sit down with the understanding that they're not good. Yeah, and pivot over on ACC Network Extra to softball as they play Georgia Tech for three. Georgia Tech has two conference wins. There you go. A little sweepity-doo. Secure a top eight national seed, and there will be regional and super regional baseball in Tallahassee. It'll just be over at Joanne Graff. Not a Dick Hauser, but that's okay. That's okay. You just want these weekends, about two months from now, to be littered with a lot of Knoll Diamond Sport coverage. And softball is going to take care of business for you. The oddity is if you get into the postseason, we know how odd uh, is, is baseball. Baseball is a weird game. And you can find ways to beat teams that you have proven not to be better than over the course of a, a lot of data, right? Over the, a lot of data points, right? Like, well, these 40 games prove we're not as good as that team. But we don't have to judge against 40 games. We're in the dance. We play them tomorrow. Can you be better than them tomorrow? Because if you can be better than them tomorrow, you put yourself in a position to move on. You know, and that's, that's the thing about a truncated postseason, which is what all postseasons are. And especially in baseball, but I mean, it's a little bit, it's a lot a bit fairer in Major League Baseball when it's four out of seven. But when you get into these little rotational things, you're like, eh, it's going to be better than you tomorrow. So I don't know. I think that's the way you got to enter into watching Seminole Baseball this year. It's tough. Um, uh, you know, he's going to have to go out and really solve the problem um, through recruiting. I believe that he will. But it doesn't happen overnight. What do you think is the most fair postseason in sports? Is it the NBA playoffs? The Stanley Cup playoffs? The NBA is very fair. I mean, if you NBA is pretty fair. Yeah, it's pretty damn fair. Um, Hockey's pretty fair, too. You know by seven games that it's either you get lucky or this team's better. But the luck factor is Well, especially is for as long you, as it goes on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not just a series. You can get lucky in a series. Right. A couple of weird, you know, Things happen. If you win a game two to one or something, yeah. yeah if yeah. you're lucky, it's because the teams are evenly matched, not because it's a fluke. Right. You know, usually, yeah, yeah. In baseball, it could be an absolute fluke. Oh man, yeah, it's sawed off on you know a two-two pitch with the game on the line and drops between three people and you know, two runners score. You're like, really? Okay, completely fooled you on that pitch. You had no business. You should apologize for hitting that. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I will uh, <laughs> with this ring. <laughs> with the win. With the win. Yeah, it does happen in baseball. It's cruel that way. Soccer's cruel, obviously. I mean, you can control the game and lose 
one nil, and it happens all the time. You know, outshoot somebody by. I was close. Yeah. Uh, 11 shots, 12 shots. Right. <laughs> That's a good a good emergency break. You're like, Tiger in his downswing. I was right there, baby. You were right there. I locked it up. Right That's there. actually linguistically amazing. I, it it was. That was remarkable. How about tennis? I think that's pretty fair. Five sets is real fair. It's in, a bracket, in, so you avoid people. So maybe that's the unfair part. But I mean, yeah, but you earn match, those seeds. You earn those. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't believe how close that was. Mm. <laughs> I haven't had a, a close one like that in a while. In a very, very I mean, long years. Time. Literally years. Now, if this is what your mid fifties is going to be about, no, you're you got to make be... sure that we got seven <laughs> buttons around here. Now they got to solve it through pitching. They got to. Uh, I don't. Yeah, college baseball's uh, postseason is is very truncated and weird. It's, it's difficult. Um, but I don't really know how they're going to solve anything like that. You can have fewer teams, longer series. I've always thought you could do that. That's they, not as fun. They don't want. Well, they don't want to do that. It's also not as financially. Solve it. Like they want, they want to make money off all of this. So yeah, part of it, I, I really enjoy the part of it that's um, the regional weekend for the atmosphere, just because you have so many different fan bases. You know, if you get a good weekend where you've got, you know, an LSU, another SEC team, you've got maybe like a Virginia. I mean, I, I'm talking about a loaded bracket there in theory, but there are regionals that we've had in Tallahassee over the years. Last thirteen, I've covered it, where Alabama's been here. And those oh. fans travel out, and Oklahoma's then you might have like here. Ohio Southern here. Miss, Georgia's and then here. somebody else, and it's just the the parking lot is a rainbow for the first day or two. I love that part of it. I, I would not want to see that that go. It's just kind of unique because typically it's head to head, and when you have all these UCF, Alabama, UCF, and somebody else, I think was that year. It's just kind of cool. Everybody almost takes a shift as the as you've it goes never along. gone to the College World Series out in Omaha. Is that correct? That is correct. It's something you got to do whether we're there or not. And I'll go with you, buddy. It's been a minute since I've I'll gone. I'll save it for the next time we go. Which and should then be we can soon. go stay at the casino in Iowa. <laughs> we will. We will. Yes. Council Bluffs. Um, it's right there. My buddy worked there. But I, I, I will tell you that that experience is fantastic. All the fan bases that come, generally speaking, are usually really cool. And the tailgating is special. And it's a ton of baseball in a, in a place that feels like it loves baseball. Hour number two forthcoming. Stay with Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV.